welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Now's the time to help us out, and there are so many ways you can. Subscribe, leave us reviews, share your favorite episode, become a sponsor, or do all of the above. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. When in the UK, might as well parody every British intellectual property. It's time to break down another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Joining me to do so is a Bond girl who's never spent a moment in Downton Draggy. It's Avant Garbage. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm really well. How are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. That was a fun episode. It was a great episode. I'm a huge Bond fan. Yeah, are you? Yeah. What's I've... your favorite Bond flick? Oh, God. I really, really... It's going to be taboo. I love Casino Royale. Okay, okay. The reboot Why? was phenomenal. It was just so well-structured, mm-hmm. like, from a film aesthetic. Um, it was The storytelling was great. I, I never skipped a beat. It was perfect length. Everything I wanted in a Bond. It could have been a little more campy. I do love a little camp in yeah. my Bond, but other than that, no, I'm, no I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to admit this, because I don't want to start another um, Make Mike Watch series, but I've never seen the James Bond film. <gasps> oh my god. I mean, there's like a TBS marathon every, I know. every November. I, I'm, I, no, I think we're going to pass that one. Harry Potter, this is a lot <laughs> to get through already. There's like, what, triple that for for James Bond? There's like over 20 films, yeah. yeah, but you can cherry pick which ones you like depending on what you we'll want. We'll see. Maybe we'll pick one to watch, but... I'm Grace yeah. Jones. Come on. Yeah. So we, um, I watched this episode at home because I have WoW Presents Plus and I was like, I don't want to go out and I'm just going to watch it first because I don't like spoilers. But you, where did you watch it? I host a weekly viewing party every Thursday at 8 p.m. at Albatross in Astoria it's really fun. It's very cute. The crowd loves watching it. I do commentary throughout the episode. I try to pause when I feel like there would be an actual commercial yeah. break and break down the episode. But I have a... In, when I was in college, I wrote a paper on editing in reality television, specifically for the show Survivor, which I love. is my favorite television show. And so I will give people feedback... Throughout the episode, like, we'll probably talk about it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. this is important that Scaredy Cat is the first talking head that we're so- shown. Yeah. Like, the producers have decided to allow the editors to see that first. So people really love, like, my annotation of it. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's so, go. post-elimination, the girls walk in and everyone's feeling shook. Uh, Vinegar re- reads the message and uh, Cheryl reminds us that Gothi is a national icon like Porkchop was. <laughs> What an honor, though, to be the first person kicked off. Not an honor, maybe, but, like, she'll be able to... If she's smart, Gothi will be able to parlay that into yeah. a career. And like I said last week on the podcast, like, I think Gothi is not necessarily going to be the UK pork chop. I think she'll be the UK Shangela, because they, they're they going to bring her back. Then she's going to have the glow up, and she'll do well. I, 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 I see a big, bright future for Gothi. Yeah, Campbell. she's young, she's cute. Um, I wonder if they will now start to have... UK queens on US All-Stars. I was thinking about that. I don't know if we're quite ready for that, but at, at the same time, we seem to be going through All-Stars uh, pretty quickly, so we may need some new blood. <laughs> some fresh blood. Yeah. Bring the girls from Thai over, too. Yeah. Well, Vinegar said someone had to go and wipes away the mirror message, and the body isn't even cold yet. So one difference between US and UK is they don't discuss the results by the couches. They do it at the tables. And you can tell it's much more uncomfortable for them as they're standing there trying to discuss what just happened when they all just want to take their fucking heels off and sit down. There's a lot of um, 
producer meddling, in my opinion, like, in my theory, um, like, the challenge we'll talk about later is purposefully meant to, like, cause a little bit of drama between the girls. And, like, of course, like, the more uncomfortable you are standing in heels and corsets, the more, like, irritable you're going to be. But we're, we're, we're given clear direction about... Because in reality television, these aren't actual people. These are characters. Right. We only see, like, a, a certain portion of the time. But for Scaredy Cat to have said, um, I'm, I'm shocked somebody went home already. Like, you know what you're doing. You're on yeah. a show where people are going to go home. That's the producers telling us, or that's the editors telling us that Scaredy's a little in over her head. She's a, she doesn't exactly have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. So anytime they can like make the girls a little remove them from their comfort zone, I feel like they're gonna do it. Yeah. Well, Cheryl talks about how she was dancing in the back through the lip sync and the Vivian is just over Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl. <laughs> Again, like gonna be probably the Fifi and Sharon of the, of yeah. this season. Yeah, we'll get into them a little bit. But... I love Vivian's subtle daybrow. That looks yeah, like so a subtle. like a <laughs> she, so subtle. she drew a Nike swoop with a sharpie marker. Yeah, she kind of looks like white the white version of Akira's talking head. Okay, did you, like remember with the with the black hat? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I yeah. Can see it. Just, I would like to see the the two of them next to each other. Yeah. Well, there was a line. The competition is now started. Bitches, beware! The shite is going to rise to the surface. We're going to learn people's true colors, dear. And this is why Baga is great television. Baga is wonderful television. So wonderful entertaining. Television. Weird human. Wonderful television. I love the UK version of this a lot because. We're learning so much more, like, gay vernacular. Yeah. That we had no idea. Like, a lot of people didn't know what a tuppence was. Mm-hmm. And just, like, shite arse and, like, all of this, yeah. like, spewing of words. And I'm like, what the fuck did they just say? Yeah, Can right? I swear? Of course. Okay, sorry. Good shit, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so it's the new day, and the first new day is said by Scaredy Cat. And she talks about how she's doing, been only doing drag for five minutes. And, uh-oh, is this foreshadowing? <laughs> uh, I'd like to keep it on, please. Mm-hmm. Well, the Vivian wears who root, her Rue Peter badge remind the girls that she rules the roost. Um, and, again, it's different for us. We are like, that's a fucking pin. Why do you care about a pin? For them, it's important. It was from a children's television yeah. show, right? Mm-hmm. Blue Peter. Blue Peter. Mm-hmm. Well, I um, didn't know either that in in the UK or the BBC, you cannot have, give prize money. Because right. it's nationally public uh, funded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, of course, like, you have to give them yeah. something. you got to be excited about something. Well, Cheryl says they need to thin out the pack like Davina's hair, but let's be real, that hairstyle is a choice. I, I'm, I'm going to confess, if anyone's seen my drag, you can look at me on the only trash queen on Instagram. If you've seen my drag, you realize I lean a little bit punk. Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a punk aesthetic. So a confession about myself is if you have a mohawk, I will probably fuck you. Oh, okay. I love a mohawk. I love Even Davina's mohawk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's rocking it. Like she's probably late thirties, early forties, and it's still like she's like thirty six. Yeah, and still like looks fun, looks hip, you know. Mm -hmm. I like it. Well, they do a soccer hand cheer before they go get their room message, and I thought it was a cute moment. That's what we do at Iconic, and everyone makes fun of us when we do it, but, like, honestly, that's how you, that's camaraderie. The only thing offensive about it was someone called it a Power Ranger hand thing, and I was, I've never seen the Power Rangers do that. No, I don't think so. Well, Rue walks in wearing something simple, as she does, and says that the Brits love to line up in a queue, so for the mini-challenge, they are going to line up in a row. The Brit crew comes in with two new menses holding signposts reading top and bottom, and okay, so we welcome Mr. 6'8". 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a little bit of a switch up because the signs belong to the wrong people. The tall one is the bottom. And honestly, who can top that? You're too tall. <laughs> who would want to top Coco? Like, yeah. I just wrote down Master Bates with exclamation points. Yeah. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I think that's a brilliant name. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good, good for you, wow. Yeah. So, for this mini challenge... Oh, can I ask really yeah, quick? Yeah, go for it. How, how do you feel about the Brit crew? Oh, I, I think they're fun. They're I liked last, last week's Tom. Um, I, he was my favorite so far. Because, mm-hmm. like, 6A is way too big for me. Um, Not yeah. for me, people. Well, you, you can ride him. Have fun with that. But, <laughs> I'm 6'1 out of heels. So when I have, like, wigs and heels on, I'm, like, 6'10". Like. Yeah. No, I, 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 think, I think they're fine. I mean, it's the same as what we get. It's just with a funnier name. Yeah. Right. So, for this mini-challenge, the Vivian, as the winner of last week, has to line up the queens in order of who she thinks is her toughest competition. What I love about this challenge is that it is very reminiscent of the Survivor Coconut Chop Challenge. It's uh, yeah, really a really great way to know your standing and to stir some shit up. Well, I was when I mentioned earlier about the producers, like uh, controlling conflict. Do you remember in season four when Willem had to assign colors, mm-hmm. and Willem picked her favorite color blue, and then she just turned her back to the girls and pulled a color and handed it to them randomly. Yeah, this was done in an opposite way to specifically force the the Vivian to pick like top to bottom. Yeah, and. You know, you always know there's going to be a little bit of a twist. As soon as that was announced, I was like, they're probably going to break them into teams. So I was thinking, like, the person next to you is going to be your pair or Mm -hmm. every other. So I was like, I would probably put who I thought was my biggest competition on the bottom. And then I would order them of, like, who I think's in the top and the bottom. And I would pick every other. Yeah. I wouldn't specifically go top to bottom. I mean, it ended up working out how it did. Yeah. But I would have probably overanalyzed it a lot. Yeah, well, it's a survivor mindset. Because the order that the Vivian selects and drags them over is Vinegar, Baga, Crystal, Divina, and this is everyone over the age of 30. Uh, then we get Something Wong, Blue Hydrangea, Cheryl, who has not walked over to her spot, and Scary Cat. Um, Scary Cat is called The Weakest Link, uh, but the plot twist comes in which Scary and Vinegar are team captains in the acting challenge called Downtown Draggy. Um, I have never watched a single episode of Downtown Abbey. I have not either. I'm, I'm um, culturally aware of the premise. Yeah, Downtown Abbey is not my thing. It's not. It's too slow for me. Uh, I, I will fall asleep and it's not. Everyone who loves it, good for you. Not for me. But the teams. The Vivian picks Vinegar, Baga, and something. Um, oh, I, I, wanted, I noted that um, the edits showing us that even though the Vivian said that the competition's thinning like Davina's hair. Yeah. Davina still wanted to be on Vivian's team. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think they're... My conspiracy theorist mindset is that they're already setting um, the Vivian up to be the winner of the show. Interesting, interesting. I think she's going to be like the Raja of the season. Oh, interesting. I have a very She's got the... Take. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, she's got the um, Cheryl... Uh, her and Cheryl conflict. Oh, yeah. I think Cheryl's like, the winner. Oh, interesting. Oh, I think they interesting. have a beautiful arc for her. Well, of. what I love about Drag Race UK is this is the first time since like season seven that i went in totally blind yeah i didn't know any of the queens until i watched the episode i didn't even know their names i didn't know who the cast was um and like the new york queens when they go on the season of course they sign an nda but by the time they get back we all know the boot order already you know so like this is the first time when it's just like i'm seeing these girls for the first time so i have no idea what's going to happen by the end of this season well scaredy her team is davina cheryl blue and um cheryl Davina, Blue, and Scaredy. Who am I missing? Uh, which team? Scaredy Cats? Scaredy. Davina, Crystal. Crystal. Whom oh, I right. 
Crystal I, is not my usual type, but I think Crystal is so good looking. Yes, Crystal, Crystal, if you were listening to this, contact Avant Garbage and we could kai kai. Yeah, Crystal, I um like I've said many times already, like I've saw her at Bushwig and it was one of the most incredible performances of it I've seen because I did not know what to expect. Like this is not a typical Rue girl. Yeah. Whatsoever, and that's what's very exciting. But this is British drag, and that's what I'm enjoying about this season. Uh, other things that we learn is that um, a tuppence is an old two pence, um, and also lingo for a vagina. I was reading on Urban Dictionary that it's specifically a little girl's vagina. Like how like I, I don't, don't like that now. I don't like it either. Oh, no, it's please, weird. It's complicated. No. Like look it up. Look it up and mm-hmm. and verify that for me. Um, but I think it's like how we talk about like like a little boy has a pee pee. You know, or like a wee wee. No, I don't like this anymore. It's it's on Urban Dictionary. It's specifically a little girl's. Oh. So like, it, it's complicated. Is it's that, problematic. Is this the British Urban Dictionary or the American Bur- Urban Dictionary? The American Urban Dictionary. Okay, let's pretend that's not real. Oh, okay. God, ew. I have a problem sometimes mm. when um, cis men who do drag constantly talk about their pussy. I uh-huh. feel like it's coming from a place of male privilege. Okay. And I specifically hate when like they they use their their what what their drag queen persona's uh, vagina as like a vast cavern of like pulling a, a magician's endless scarves yeah. out of it. You know, I th- feel like there's it's uh, women represent literally half the population, right? More than half the population, and it just feels a little disrespectful. That's fair. So the Vivian, she wants to give everyone a role that fits their aesthetic. Uh, something, though, uh, she's going to get to play an American that resembles Mariah Carey, because you know that's the great part in every great period drama. That her American accent is terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I wrote down that we should start calling her, we should start calling Bag of Chips, Slag of Chips. Because uh, she keeps saying slag. She loves all the, slag. Yeah, she loves that. Yeah, so after the roles are sorted out, the team discusses the other leader, Scaredy Cat. Um, they think that she knows the, knows she's the shit, and Vinegar says she's like a good fart. Silent, but deadly. <laughs> the other team knows that the roles fit perfectly. Scaredy picks her role because she knows it would be easy to be a whiny bitch. And that makes sense, and I know a lot of other whiny bitches who would probably fit that part, too. <laughs> and not also not do well. <laughs> not saying anything else. Uh, Crystal wants to play the American one because she can't do a British accent. Um, she tries... And it turns she southern. Um, she tries. I I just wanted her to have like a little bit more conviction. Yeah. I think that comes with age and time performing and confidence, mm-hmm. maybe. But like, well, Crystal's up. She's thirty four. She's been around. I wonder how long she's been doing drag. I mean, it's a lifetime. Like, yeah. What? Um, who was? Bag has been acting on stage since she since she was six. So like, of course she's gonna have effortless. Yeah. Like, confidence in her ability to perform. Yeah. You know? Well, Cheryl has been doing shows since she was six, and she wants to show that she's been a top, even though she's far from a top. And that makes sense. I don't think... I think... Oh, I'm sorry. Bag... Did I say... You I... said Bag... It's fine. Okay, it's yeah, Cheryl. Yeah. It's Cheryl. But, yeah, I don't think there are any tops in this cast, maybe? Maybe not? Well, I mean, te- technically, Scaredy must be a top, but... Technically. I can't <laughs> look at Scaredy out of drag without thinking of... The, uh, Vix. Have you ever seen the seed of Chucky? No. It's um it it's Chucky from Child's Play. Him mm-hmm. and him and his wife Tiffany have a baby who is also uh, at the time period of the movie would now be considered transgendered, but the, the 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 doll didn't know their gender at the time. So went by both Glenn and Glenda. 
Okay. So if you look up Glenn, Glenda from the seed of Chucky, that is what Scaredy Cat looks like to okay. me. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Yes, really please, quick. please, please. So Team Vivian, uh, they're called Team Slag. Baga goes for um, man, woman, or dog is a slag herself. When something tries to do her American accent for Rue, well, it's just, it's... It's so bad. It's, it's bad. so bad. Speaking of bad, um, as Rue says, Crystal is from Canada. <laughs> I really, can't Rue? tell this season if RuPaul Rue's over is... It? No, if she's laughing with the girls or I, at yeah, them. I, I, that's my issue. Is like I think Rue thinks it's all funny, and they're like, but this is our lives. What are you... Why are you making fun of us? But I kind of love like the anonymity of it. Yeah. Like, what I will say is, though, I use Canadia all the time, so I'm really offended that Rue stole my line, but... I'll let you borrow this one for once. Rue, well, she asked Scaredy if it's uh, typecasting if she's playing the little annoying one, and uh, it's... it's (laughs) On the nose. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So we're looking at um, Glenn Glenda. Um, uh, You you can't unsee that. You can never unsee it. I promise you, if you're listening right now, Google Glenn Glenda Seed of Chucky. You can never unsee it. I'm sorry, Scaredy Cat. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, that... mm, Oh, Scaredy... Blue, she wants to show that she is going to do something people don't expect, and, and, and then we get that weird sound cue to prove that she's going to be dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Poor Blue, I love her. I wrote a, I wrote a she's note so about, beautiful. like, oh, I'm, like, the dramatic music, um, are we on the same page? When, um, who kept asking for the line? Uh, Blue. Blue, yeah, like, the dramatic music, like, dun 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 like, and then I was like, this is so over the top with this music, and then she kept, she did it, like, seven times, and she I was like, the editors are having fun. Yeah. Well, it is filming time, so let's talk about it. Michelle is going to serve as director for the segment, and why is everybody so afraid of Michelle? What it, what vibe does she give off that, like, scares people? I don't know, because she's, like, best friends with, um, like, she's she's good Judy's with Willem, she's mm-hmm. good friends with Sharon, and, yeah. like, these are people that... Maybe I've it's had a TV problems character. with WoW, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, Team Vivian is first up. Vivian looks great in her look, but the earrings are just way too perfect for her look. Um, Vinegar has to do a bit about reading, but at first she doesn't do it like we read. Um, but reading is what? Fundamental. There we go. There I wish go. that she had said, like, required in school. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Bagga's turn, and she is a wild human. Uh, what goes on in her brain? Uh, and she apparently went to the Bag of Chips acting school, and it's very evident that those are choices. I just wrote down, Cheryl is no Ben de la Creme. Yeah. Like, we originated the language. Yeah. Something Wong is the focus of this segment, and she's just very, 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 very bad at it. She can't remember her lines, and her choices are rough. Um, and as she said, let the floor open and swallow her whole. You could tell immediately that she was going to be bottom two. Yeah. It, yeah. Next up, it's Team Scaredy Cat between Cheryl and Blue. Well, things are a bit off. Um, as Davina says, she's got the voice, she's got the eyes, she knows her lines, no, she fucking doesn't. I cackled. Um, <laughs> Davina's my love. I love her so much. Um, Crystal as Lady Kylie is really dry, and her accent work is just not good. No bueno. Yeah. Davina walks out, and she is the ultimate scene stealer. Well, I mean, like, th- you can quickly tell when you're acting on stage with people if you're going to be the ingenue... Or if you're going to be the most, like, the worst. Yeah. And I feel like Crystal was like, I can I can be safe this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I don't want to be bad. I'm not yeah. gonna be the best, so I'm not gonna be bad. I think Crystal knew that there wasn't really a part for, for her, and she knew she wouldn't be able to do an accent, so this was all she was able mm-hmm. to do. If I had gone on, if I was on that, though, I would have done the most 
offensive, over-the-top Cockney. Like, I got na! Like, I could have, Kind of like, like what Davina went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Davina, so good. She's so good. So good. Um, uh, yeah, the look is wild. Her accent is outrageous, and her scene partner is just a whiny, moaning, pathetic bitch. And Davina said something scary. about, like, you can't... You can only be as good as your scene partner. Mm-hmm. And I've been in shows where we had, like, a two-month-long period with rehearsal where I was, like... I'm confident in my ability. I've been on stage since I was, like, three years old. And I was like, okay, like, you're not where I would like you to be, but I will, I'll, I'll get down here. Yeah. Because we have two months together. I want you to like me. Also, I want us to grow, a, like, foster a relationship. And I'll help you get up there. And then I've been in shows when I did, um, like, Clue the Musical. We had, I was Mrs. Peacock, and I fucking chewed up that role and spat it out and, and murdered it. And... We had three days, so there wasn't that time period of, like, fostering right. growth. So I came in, and I was like, I'm going to be at this level up yeah. here. I need you to get up here real quick, or I'm going to mow you over. Which is what Tavina did. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scaredy. Can you do the Scaredy wine? Oh! It just sounded like pheromone. Oh, you don't love me. But this one's cuter, though. Pharaoh's <laughs> annoying. I love Scaredy. Scaredy is, is like, okay, you're actually a 19-year-old, and um, you whine because you actually are I, a baby. I can't do it. I just do the same the same whine. Yeah, well, I whine because Blue can barely get her lines out, and she apologizes after every mess-up, and it's frustrating to watch because she's so good at everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's sad. But it is Elimination Day, and okay, can we claim this entrance is the best workroom entrance ever? Yeah. Davina says, start your engines, and everyone is riding on someone's back, Vinegar has the Vivian, Cheryl oh, has Blue, I, I, something oh. has back, and Cheryl has Scaredy, and it's a cute little moment. I loved it. We're, we're, we're talking about... The, we had the next, the elimination day when they came in uh, uh, after. The workroom entrance. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that. Um, I love that, I love the moments when they can sit down and talk about, like, coming out, yeah. and, like, Scaredy Cat not being able yeah. to, like, tell their family. Um, yeah, so during getting ready time, Blue and something talk about um, how they both did pretty shitty. Um, and I also thought Blue was wearing a collar for a hot second, and I almost wet myself, but then it was just a zipper from her sweater, and less wet. Um, Cheryl, she says that she feels good. Wait, what? You, like, you said Blue was wearing a collar? I thought so. It was just the zipper. And you almost wet yourself? Yeah. I want to unwrap that when we're off the air. (laughs) It's, whatever, it's not a secret anymore. Um, Cheryl says she feels good, and Blue asks uh, what she thought of her. Cheryl thinks Blue was a nervous wreck, and the Vivian says that Cheryl is a mean little bitch, and the tension between the two of them is fascinating to watch. I didn't think that it was bad of her to say, like, you seemed like a nervous wreck. Like No, it wasn't, but I think the Vivian just wants to call her out for being a villain in a way, but she wasn't really. She was and, being honest. And that's that forced like conflict that I was yeah, like... Yeah, like, but that's the thing. Like, I don't know how forced it is or if it's a, oh my god, I actually do see you as a threat and I need to knock you down before you knock me down. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Crystal thinks Cheryl lacks self-awareness and the Vivian is over Cheryl using American sayings like, yas. Um, she's never met her before, but she still does think she's met her in real life. Um, I found that interesting Obviously, in our drag vernacular, yas, work, all the all these things we use. Sickening, mama. They apparently don't. Yeah, it's and a... it's what's really fascinating is we'll get we'll get into it a couple more times. Is all these colloquialisms that we have from Drag Race are littered into this Drag Race, and it's almost like they're being forced to say it, and it's not natural. Hmm. Hmm. Um, it's very interesting. Yeah. 
Because, like, Yas is, like, we all use it. We hear it on the show all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's nationwide. So the fact that we hear that that's not for them, interesting. I want to know what is theirs and why we can't have it and why Rue's forcing us to, <laughs> forcing them to have it. I don't ours. know if it's forced. I feel like just with the advent of the internet, people can watch, you know. Yeah, These girls fair. have watched Drag Race before. Yeah. Uh, Scaredy says her family doesn't know that she's out, but they assume that she was different. She was a little weird. Um, and she says that her sexuality is her girlfriend. I'm in, I'm in a into yeah. it. Yeah. Like, cool. how, live your life how you want. Yeah. Uh, we get a confessional from Vinegar saying that she envies the kids these days because being older and gay, it was much, it was a much harder experience for her. And I thought that was a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. I wish it expanded a little more. I thought, I wish we would have more conversation about that. In, aside from the confessional but i thought it was really cool to be able to bridge this gap of like this older drag queen who's an actor who's been around doing the thing for a while and this 19 year old who at first they're all never performed before. right never performed before but they're also not they're they're all confused that this isn't a gay boy doing drag this is a bisexual person doing drag and that's different in a relationship and, with a woman right and that's that's foreign in a way for the drag culture but we're moving to a different time. This is acceptance. Do you think we will have a trans, an out trans person soon? Oh, and like a drag king soon? Because, On Drag Race? Yeah. That's up to Rue to decide. Because, um, what's her name? Desestrina from Dragula was, I think, straight, right? Or is Desestrina bisexual as well? Desestrina, I believe, lean straight, um, but... I feel like on, on some level we're said, all on the bisexual right. scale. Disasterina has openly also said she sucked a lot of cocks. So. <laughs> um, so it's just interesting that like the most diverse casting we've had at this moment is a white bisexual man right. in a relationship with mm-hmm. a woman. I mean, listen. A white bisexual person. Every step is a good step. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If it takes Rue a long time to get to the spot <laughs> we need her to be, at least she'll get there. But let's... But I love the moments of like, shows. being able to talk to... Someone much older than me, and also someone much younger than me. Well, I've, well, I love talking to men that have lived through the 80s. Yeah. Like, that, I can't even imagine what that life would right. be like. And I volunteered at a queer youth uh, facility recently, and there was this, had to be like, 12-year-old boy talking about how he's uncomfortable having a sleepover with his best friend now because he's got a crush on him. And I was like, what What? Uh, what world am I in at yeah, the moment? It's, it's, it's so wild. surreal. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know what I would have... I don't... Because like, I... 13, I didn't really think anything. 14, didn't think anything. It wasn't even until college that I was like, wait, let me, let me re-examine everything that had happened. But that was like the mid-2000s. I don't think it would have been easily accepted then. It's very yeah. interesting. Well, we had what, like Will and Grace and Queer as Folk right. at that moment. That's on the about TV. it. I realized I was different when I was 11, and then I came out when I was 14, but that was unheard of at the time. Right. Like, I was an anomaly in that situation. But I still didn't have the confidence at the age of 12 to talk about my crush openly in a room full of people, yeah. you know? It was very secret until it was... I was I was forced out of the yeah. closet. Well, the, my, the ironic thing is in eighth <laughs> grade, um, it was the first time I ever, like, asked out a girl, got rejected... Isn't it funny that the girl ended up being a lesbian? Uh, <laughs> ironically, maybe. Like, yeah. yeah, coincidentally. Well, we didn't get much of um, Scarity's story, but we did get a lot of Something Wong story. She reveals that her parents don't know she does drag because being a first-generation Chinese, it's a cultural thing. Her dad hasn't acknowledged her being gay since she was 12 years old, and they don't know that she's doing drag and um, think that she's still a marketing executive, and that uh, they don't know that she lives with her partner. 
And she just of wants five to, years. Yeah, she just wants to make them proud for everything they've done for her. And I thought this was a really sweet moment. And also, as someone who watched a lot of reality TV, I was like, oh, we're losing something Wong tonight. Oh, yeah, no, I was like, because <laughs> I, I thought something was going to be in the bottom, too, yeah. after the yeah. performance I saw. Yeah. Um, and when you get that much airtime, it's because you're either going to win the, sh- the show all long term or you're going home that episode yeah or next episode but we'll we'll get into yeah. s- theories later it's so interesting to think about because i'm a i'm a white person that grew up in the midwest it's so complex to think about like asian culture and how conservative it is yeah because this is very similar to kimchi mm-hmm. being korean and like having a difficult time because like, she wasn't out or she wasn't her family didn't know that she did right. drag as well um, and that's so. I'm glad that we get to have these moments. With yeah, the people. I think they're very, very important. Um, and that, and honestly, like people can rag on Drag Race all they want, but there's a reason why Drag Race is winning Emmys. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's on a, its like 15th season. Yeah, it, it's a good television product. Yeah, it's it's marketable. Ready for the runway? Runway. Rue, Mama is beat and looking she fine. She looks amazing. This slinky black sparkly dress paired Legs. with that classic Rue blonde. This is reminiscent of 90s Rue, and I'm totally here for it. She doesn't wear short hair like that very often no, anymore. No, and that's and why it was so exciting. Stunning. Was it one of the uh, Party City wigs? Maybe. Maybe, but um, it was, she was she was done correct. <laughs> yeah, no, this was an incredible that dress look. too. That it was so slit good. that went up to her rib cage and right. her legs it, were just it, forever. It was, it was subtle for her, but stunning. It did its job. I don't even know if it was subtle. I she would have been the first person I looked at in the room, and she also well for her it's subtle because she has some yeah, of these big yeah, yeah. giant costumes. This was just like I'm going out dress. Yeah, I, I loved it. I was. I, I also loved it. wish. The, my only critique for Drag Race as a whole is I wish that Rue, with her endless amount of money and teams, I wish she dressed for the challenge, the runway challenge. Fair, and this time, fair. I think the reason, and I'm not sure if this was said before, but part of it was she didn't want to steal the attention. She didn't oh, want to be like, okay. I, this is what you should be doing. Okay. She wanted to keep the focus on the girls. But this was a, a moment when I was like, I could see that being a Bond girl. That, absolutely. Valid, absolutely valid. Well, this week our panel consists of Michelle Visage, Graham Norton, and Game of Thrones icon Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams also has the same eyebrow artist as Vivian in Boy Drive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were so thick. She's yeah. cute though. She's I cute. love Maisie, and I can't wait to um, see Maisie do um, be a drag king. Confession: I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, I'm oh, I'm well aware of like Joffrey, Red Wedding, Winter's Coming, Sorry, Cersei. Like, I'm I'm well aware of it from like oh, queer okay, culture, okay. Mm-hmm. and I knew I was like, oh, that's the little girl that grows up and kills a lot of people because she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I knew like who she was. I could recognize okay, her, okay, but I've never fair, seen Game fine, of Thrones. Well, because we don't toot or boot, because that's a, a show somewhere else. The, with the category being Bond Girl Glamorama, we are going to play 007 or 00. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? 007 or 00. So if I'm so if if it's a if it's a, a toot or a boot. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, I get it. Without saying that, we'll edit correct, that out. <laughs> so the Vivian as Serena Sharp. Um, I absolutely love the look. I think it's vintage and it's fashion. I love the fabric she picked because the way it reflected in the lights was just absolutely stunning. I think it was a really strong silhouette on her. I like the hairstyle, but I kind of wish she picked like a brunette um, for a bit more of like an evil twist. But um, I think the only thing horrible about this look are the basic ass black pumps. Maybe it's a British thing. Why are we wearing pumps on Drag Race? 
they're so basic compared to that beauty that everywhere else on that look. Um, I don't know. Alaska's worn combat boots on stage before, so like your shoes. But that's kinda... Alaska. This is the Vivian giving but, you fucking glamour. I thought Brooklyn Heights looked really. I mean, the Vivian looked really good. Um, You're not wrong. But it wasn't my favorite. I could see the homage to Mayday, the Bond yeah. character with the hood. Right. But it was a little boring. It was a little basic. Yeah. I mean, which I think in a gen- in general of uh, Drag Race UK is kind of their thing, and they're not quite at the level I, that we're, we're expecting to be seeing at this point. I disagree, because I feel like nowadays, Drag Race, like, season 12 is upcoming. I feel like nowadays it's like, look at this $5,000 ball gown I purchased. Fair. And Drag Race UK is like, yeah, I made this. At the same time, they're also like, well, we're not getting a, a $100,000 anywhere soon, so... <laughs> they're we're getting not gonna... a sickening television yeah, show. Yeah, sickening television show. But yeah, I, I, I liked her look, except for the shoes. Um, overall, I think it, it, it succeeded for what this challenge was. I just want to go back, though, because like, I've watched Drag Race since episode one. I, yeah. um, I've, Akasha and I were good Judys back in Cleveland. Um, I like that... Even if you watch like some episodes of season four, some of the girls are wearing like a Forever 21 tank correct. top. You know? Oh, so I, I appreciate this like Fucking return to form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! Oh, so hard to watch <laughs> now. No, I, I, I appreciate like the... Drag doesn't need to keep getting bigger and better, or bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Because like you're... It has to work for you. You're limiting a lot of people that way. Yeah. Yeah, but so, for me, Vivian, this was a this was a double o zero. Interesting. I for me, double o seven. I loved it. Let's call that it double o three and a half. All right, all right, all right. Next is Sum Ting Wong as May Ting. This is a very sexy look for Sum Ting. I was I I was very proud of that. Um, there's something very powerful and villainous about the hood. I really enjoy the yellow as the undercolor of the hood. Um, very strong decision going bald. I'm here for it. I'm sure you appreciated it. <laughs> it's very Sasha Blue. I wanted rose um, petals. Yeah, I think. I wish the fur was black because the brown fur was on a predominantly black look. Took a little bit of attention away. But overall, I was very proud of what she brought. I have a confession to make. Make Um, it. When I'm on stage doing commentary for the show, I'm actively watching, like, the television, engaging with the audience. And last night, I had an audience member come up on stage behind the curtain and grab me and, like, started, like, hugged me and, like, started talking to me. And I completely missed something's entire look. (laughs) Okay, get on on Instagram. See if she posted it. But I was shocked last week when something didn't win. Uh, Yeah. Two very incredible. Because apparently it doesn't doesn't matter what you wear in your fucking feet. You can wear flats and two goddamn looks and still win a goddamn fucking (laughs) challenge. I was... That's why I think that Vivian's getting set up to be the winner because... I think she uh, yeah. she she's gonna is be in friends the top. with the the people that need to be there that she needs to be friends with. My 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 theory is she's gonna be in the top against Cheryl. Davina is gonna be like the number four, just missing the finals. She's I, gonna be the oh is the this cut. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, she kind of looks like India Faria bald. <laughs> like Not fair. Check, um, check her Instagram because I think they're all starting to um post uh, their uh, photo shoot versions. Okay. Um, but yeah, for me, I really was proud of this look for something long. Wasn't unfortunate um, that she came right after the Vivian and they both did the hooded Very look. Very similar looks, yeah. N- not the best. But again, I would definitely absolutely call this a um, 007. I unfortunately can't comment because I... We're going to find it. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. Where is it? No, we're not too Last week, she looked so fucking stunning. Yeah. Um, not, I wouldn't say stunning. Which one is she? Um, she looked amazing, that bowl. And then that postage stamp was so innovative. It was. She's really, really strong. I really like her. 
I really like her. I hope she stays around a while, and I'm glad that we got that human moment of her talking about her family. Yeah. Let's see. Where we're, we're gonna find this? Why is why are people not tagging photos yet? Yeah, I was I was surprised Vivian won last week. I thought blue should have been placed higher. Here we go. Oh, okay, interesting. In her, in oh. this, so in this look, um, she's missing the bra and she's also missing the fur. Um, looking much, much better <laughs> without the fur. Um, but it's it's a, it's a glamour shot. It's sexy for her. Again, this is not what you expect, and uh, she's selling it. But it is so similar to Vivian. Yeah. And when I think of a Bond girl like Xenia on a top, uh, Mayday, uh, Pussy Galore, Octopussy, like, or um, these are these are girls that have to acclimate themselves into society in a way. Right. And I'm trying to picture something being at like a a dinner ball and James Bond approaching her, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, it's a little it's a little off. Yeah. I'm gonna give this a double oh three and a half too. Okay. Double oh seven for me. Next up is Vinegar Strokes as Mrs. F Tits. So the name is odd, but the look is just Where's the Bond? Um, this is executive realness. Like, maybe Bond girl works in an office? I don't know. The look is fine for the challenge, but it was a complete mess for me. The elements do work together. It's a good fit on her. Like, the sleek black hair and the black gloves. And again, wearing another fucking black pump. Just, there's no story. We all got a black pump, Michael. Yeah. You're just standing around in heels for 15 hours. This is drag race. You got, there. no pain, no fucking gain. <laughs> um, yeah, this just looked very, very... Bleh. Uh, and the cheap little gun she had, it just, it didn't, it's not Bond Girl, you know? It's, um, I don't mind those shoes. I just wrote it, it was, it was really bad. It, I wrote bad, so bad. She didn't sell it either. No. It was boring, this was a, it was basic. This was hard, this was a hard challenge that for corset her. corset right there yeah. is a little questionable. Yeah, double O zero for I me. don't even, I don't know if she's wearing, yeah, she's wearing tights, but like, that corset could have been double O zero, double yeah. O zero. Sorry, this is now two weeks, I'm getting worried for you, girl. Next is Baga as Laser Minnelli. Okay? You know what? Fine. You win. That's hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Brilliant. Honestly, if there wasn't a name attached to it and a story to go, this would have made no sense for a Bond girl, but she sold it. Are you kidding me? I actually felt like this was, out of the four, well, three I had seen at that point, this was the first moment when I was like, this is a person who's seen a James Bond film. Okay, okay, interesting. She had Odd Jobs hat that she threw that is a direct right, reference to correct. a character. she did that. She had the little gadgets on her arms. She's in a tuxedo. It's the glitziest Liza has ever looked. I almost um, wish it wasn't sequenced. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it wasn't a sequin Well, tux, my question... But like, it was brilliant. My question is, do you think she already had this look and repurposed it for the challenge? Probably. That's, Absolutely. Like, fine, did she wins on it, but... Did you talk about Vinegar last week with, with the the subway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah. So that's like, if she... It was if, a repurposed look. If Bagger repurposed this, like, I, you won. Brilliant. Yeah. Good for you. Um, But she really sold lies on the runway with the tuxedo, the martini glass, and the hat. Um, She talked about having lasers coming out, and I kind of wish that she had some sort of reveal. Could you imagine, like, a fembot? Yeah, like that's what I tits. was expecting. Like because the way she was selling it, I was waiting for her to just rip that um, top off yeah. and be like. Bzz. Have you played like Goldeneye? Do you know anything about? I know James Goldeneye, Bond? but I I was. Do you know Jaws? I was never allowed to play shooting games as a child, so oh, okay. all my friends had Goldeneye, but I was never allowed to play it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we, we were a gun-free house. I'm just a huge James Bond fan, and yeah. I saw and like bag of chips. I was like, this is a person who's seen. She probably fantasized about fucking Roger Moore at one point. Probably. Like, <laughs> um. I, 
overall, as a whole, for everything that she did on the runway, in the story, in the look, 007, absolutely. 0010. 007s across the board. Next up is Cheryl Hull as 00 Dipship. Okay, so she as she walks down the runway initially, it's very fine, black gown, whatever, with some stones on it. I remember watching for the first time and being like, eh, it's ill-fitting, but fine. Then BAM! It's a reveal! Um, here's the thing about drag, and take my opinion with a grain of salt, but I do many costume reveals, and I've also been nominated as Best Dressed in New York City at the Ni- Glam Awards twice in a row, and hopefully for the third time this year. Vote for me. You still have time until October 20th. That's Avant Garbage, Best Dressed. So, but the thing about a costume reveal is both looks need to stand well on their own independently, and the second look needs to be better than the first, and both of these were very meh for me, and there was a problem with the crotch of her bathing suit. Yeah. There was something going on. It was, it was, I wrote, uh, it was terrible. Terrible. Alright, interesting. I mean, I feel like the reveal is why she was safe. Mm-hmm. The swimsuit was definitely sexy. She definitely sold the sexiness of it. But I think that the garter with the gun was the perfect touch that some of the other girls missed. I think that was also a very important piece of storytelling for this challenge. It worked. Yeah. Uh, eh. Meh. Okay, alright. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was definitely basic. It was no, There was nothing um, wow factor about it. But it was, I mean, better than vinegar. You know? Uh, yeah... I just, like, Vinegar failed, and Cheryl... Coasted. Underwhelmed me. Yeah. And when, earlier when she said, um... I mean, her name's Cheryl Hull, which is a reference to Cheryl Cole, but it's, like, Cheryl Hull. And when she wrote... Share a whole people, one whole, multiple people. And then when she wrote, or she said, um... Well, I'm certainly not a top. I'm gonna give this a double ODP. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I, fr- I liked it. For me, it's 007. I, I enjoyed it. Okay, but I want you to watch a Bond film. Bond. Fine, fine. Next is Crystal as Wanda Whipper. I thought this was so awesome. From the newspaper prop that had so much detail on it that had who is Crystal to drag declared an Olympic sport. It worked. Her makeup was exceptional. It was villainous. It was evil. When she dropped the newspaper, we revealed to see her in like this really cool orange coat and a, a black bodysuit underneath. And then we see that incredible giant pony coming out of the latex bodysuit. Did you think she was done? Oh no! She takes off her coat, reveals that she's had um, Shibari rope tied on her look, and it's a whip that she cracks on the stage, almost kills Maisie Williams. I got excited by this. This was so fun. It was very fun. It was very cool. My complaint is that it was more superhero, more video game okay, character okay. than Bond girl. Interesting. It All was right. total like S&M. And I'm like, at what point would James Bond run into this woman? Who would um, she be? I could see her maybe being a bodyguard. I'm not faulting her or it, the look because the look was amazing. Maybe J- James Bond goes to a sex club in the next movie. James Bond goes to the the cock. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, I thought I enjoyed the look. It, it was very it was very cohesive. The reveals were good. I think tiny, tiny, tiny little thing. I think she w- should have picked a different robe color that was a little more dominant. Maybe it should have been like the orange that matched the coat, so it tied it all together. Mm. Um, because it did blend into the black a little bit, but I really love this look. I thought it was a very cohesive, strong look, and she's definitely putting her stamp on the runway. I love the look. I'm giving it a 007, but I will say, if I were a judge, she would have been top three, but she wouldn't have been top two, because it wasn't Bond. Correct. I w- she definitely didn't win the challenge, uh, but uh, yeah, 007 for me. I'm a, I'm a fan of Crystal. Me too. Next up is... Scaredy Cat is Kitty Rouge. Um, she looks like Amelia Earhart, and I'm confused. <laughs> she uh, Do you read comic books? 
Um, some I have. She looks like Squirrel Girl. Okay. She's totally giving me Squirrel Girl. I think there's a world where this character could be in a Bond film if they decided to have a not sexy character anymore. <laughs> or if he has to, like, rescue Hansel and Gretel from the Wicked Witch. Right. Like, this is her drag. It's kitschy. I think the look was cohesive, but it was just confusing. This is just a testament to her being 19 and being unaware. I think the saving she... grace of this was, like, the bang me pussy reveal. Meh. Was, at least it had something. There was something there. Um, but, yeah, I was... Double O Zero. This didn't Double O Zero work. Double O Zeros across the board. Yeah. Next is Davina DeCampo as Paris Edemel. This was everything. I screamed. Killing it. Um, the red hair is back and it's styled so well. The bedazzled eye patch was a very smart choice. Uh, she looked sexy and evil with the dress and the slit and the fucking fur collar. I wish her knife was a little more, but overall, this was a perfect look for her. And there's a reason why Maisie Williams talked about the knife, because her big thing on Game of Thrones is uh, her uh, sword needle, which is like a tiny sword, but it's still a yeah it'll, dagger. Under the ribs and up, it'll get you. Yeah. Uh, this was a... Uh, oh, you made a cut. <laughs> um, I thought she was... She murdered the This challenge. was the best look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This best, was best incredible. Look, if not, like... If not best, equal to... Baga, but definitely like yeah definitely top two this was so good i am so proud of her this was yeah. i love divina knocked and, it out of the park and this is why i'm scared she's going to turn the katya this season where she's just going to get so close and she's not going to get it she's going to be the fan favorite she's not going to and get then it. she's not going to get rid of alaska all stars <sighs> but then she'll get a wow show maybe no um, she's def- she, whatever divina wants this, they're going to give to her this was a very bond girl look i yeah. could see this being a bond yeah, girl this was it hit every i've actually thought about my bond girl look before yeah, too tell us. let's hear um, it. have you ever watched captain planet of course do you know dr blight I'd have to see a picture to remind um, So I make all my wigs out of mops, but I've always wanted a, a wig that, like, came halfway across my face and, like, blocked out, like, the right side of my face. Mm-hmm. But, like, beat. Like, beat makeup on the left side. But underneath the hair would be, like, acid burns or, like, a burn victim. Uh-huh. So I would, like, walk around like this and, like, you would just get a little glimpse every now and okay. then of, like, the face. And then, like, probably in a gown similar to Rue's. Nice. Um, with, like, a high slit to it. I think I in, I envision it and I it would I think it would work really nice. well. The reveal of the face What's would be name? like a lot. Um, because apparently you had to have a name for this challenge. Yeah, I wonder what like gar- garbage, trash, like sewage disposal. Um, I'll get back to you on that. Right, Let me right. think about that. Next up and finally, Blue Hydrangea as Triple Tata. So we're going futuristic Bond now. Um, <laughs> I think this was a very strong look with the dark blue and black combination. Um. The triple tit isn't the most original, but I'm here for it. Um, and we had this is one week of TV shows, and this is the second look that had two uh, tits, uh, triple tits in it, because Louisiana Purchase had it on Dragula this week, um, and Evie Oddly is being like, "What about me?" Um, Fuck my drag, right? I love that the tits did say 007 on You know it. where that originated, right? What the three boobs? Where Total Recall? Uh-huh. The, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film from the 80s with nice. Sharon Stone. Nice. Uh, she did that. I was just like, oh, okay, Total Recall and not Bond. Yeah. Uh, nitpicky, the big stones on the um, the 007 were not the right choice because they stood out for all the wrong reasons. But her face is beaten and she is proving that she's an exceptional artist. But we learned that her This was her a acting... huge step down from her runway last week. Yeah, well, last week was absolute glamour. This is more cosplay fun for her, you know? Yeah, for me it was just like... Oh shit! I'm just got invited to a Halloween party. It's Bond themed. 
what can I get out of the closet That's and fair. slap on and call it a look? I enjoyed it. For me, I'm going to give it a 007. I'm going to give it a 00. All right. You're much harder on this one. Again, I you're, judge you're, fashion. Yeah, you're the Bond fan. I'm the Bond sees in the distance. So we have different perspectives. That's yeah. what I enjoy about it. Yeah. It's time to talk about the movies, this, the, the TV series. First up is Team the Vivian, um, and I really just want to point out before we start, um, the set looks like a really bad high school theater production. <laughs> like, fucking horrible. I did love the um, addition of Rue and Michelle's photos in the Great. background. love that. The furniture pieces worked for the show. The yellow background needed some sort of treatment or something. It looked like fucking flats you have at a school play. Yeah. It was really embarrassing. Eh, like, uh, I don't know what the budget is over there, you know, or like, the American dollar is not very strong right now. But, like, look at the, the sets we've had for other um, challenges on Drag Race US. But I, I don't want to judge this against, like, Drag Race US. That's like, fair, and, and I totally get that, but Rue, give, you can give a million away to help your show, right? And we don't we don't know her life. We don't know how much money she makes. Well, the Vivian and Vinegar have great chemistry in their scene. It's quite effortless, and even though you have to put a lot of work in to get these lines out, they did a fine job. Um, I didn't quite understand why she was swatting her to death, but she didn't really die. Mm-hmm. Again, didn't haven't seen the show before. Maybe it's a reference that I missed, but eh, eh. Uh, if some... I were like a maid, if I were a person of color and a maid for this old white bitch, I would want to smack her across the face a couple times too. Tea. Something as Southern Mariah Carey was just bad, but who the fuck cares because Bag is insane and it didn't matter what she said because she's bonkers. <laughs> yeah. I wrote choices down for yeah. Mariah. It, if this was an overacting challenge, Baga was great. Fucking amazing. Her trying to put the Brit crew member into the carpet was fucking wild. Oh, it's this is still like this is already the second episode and I can clearly see who is going to be like the top of this season? Who's yeah. like like Vinegar is going to be going soon? Yeah, I wrote she might be bottom two after that runway and then that acting challenge. Baga is clearly going like has risen to the top as one of the contenders for the title. Yeah. So when the team was all together in the final scene, I didn't understand why something died. Like, what did I miss a plot point in their story that what? How did she die? Did she die of like a broken heart or something? I missed it. Yeah, me too. I don't know. But her death uh, means Baga gets her inheritance because they were sleeping together. But who cares if she's a lesbian? She was sleeping with a poor person, and that scene was rough. Yeah. Listen, the writing on these shows has not been great. Just hire me. I'll like I'll do it for I'll do it for a, a cut. Just uh, make these challenges better, please. We've never watched Drag Race, though, for the acting challenges. They've always been king. I do. Of course I do. I mean, I love them. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I love them, but, like... But that's the thing. There's camp, and then there's just bad writing. This is bad writing. You can make camp good, but... Well, it's also, like, delivery. Remember um, the X-Men line, Halle Berry delivers a storm? Like, do you remember what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else? That was written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. Like, he wrote that line, and I could see it being... It's a Whedon-esque line if the if the delivery had been there that's fair team scaredy cat uh scaredy wait i want to talk okay, about okay do you you know princess peach right yeah you know super mario brother yeah. is wario so mario's doppelganger is wario right and luigi's doppelganger is waluigi okay and cheryl looked like what peach and daisy's like doppelganger would be with like that unibrow and i was like oh she's like princess bleach or blazy like i just wrote bleach and blazy because she looked like the waluigi version of princess peach okay sorry i went on a fantasy that's there. fine <laughs> go for it all right team scaredy cat scaredy's a whiner but we know um, who I'm, i said cheryl i'm talking about um, bag 
Yeah, Baga yeah. looks looks like Bleach and Blazy. Yeah. Sorry. Scaredy is a whiner, but who cares? Crystal's pants in the camera was not down to Nabby, but the office, and I lived for it. Thought it was very, very funny. Uh, Cheryl actually held her own, because everyone else was just that bad. I I wrote Cheryl home, mm-hmm. because I'm like, I, she's not doing it for me. Yeah. Mrs. Moo, why is my life so terrible? Because oh. we all can't be as perfect as Davina DeCampo. She is a fucking star. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, Davina's wig reveal was silly. I, it was cute. <laughs> I loved it, though. Well, and also, like, it, it harkens back to Vivian calling her bald. Right. You know? Yeah. Blue is floundering, and it's hard to watch. The role was just also pretty bad. Like, not much you can do with it. I wrote Blue Who. Yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah. In, the, in this. Um, Crystal taking selfies was silly. Again, stupid moment. But let's talk about Lord Willingbottom. Damn. <laughs> Funny name. Funny. Yeah. He's not my type. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do much And going me. back to... Uh, the references of Drag Race that they're throwing in here. Why are they all gagging so? We serve them soup for every supper. Deliver <laughs> uh, Choices. Choices. Like, that is bad writing. Bad, bad, bad writing. Um, so the poor win in the end as Blue's characters poison the rich. Oh, and then Blue and Davina make out because why not? Thank God it's over. <laughs> I thought Crystal did fine. I feel like how you feel about Cheryl is how I feel about Crystal. Yeah. Like, I was like, she's like, she was safe. She had to like, she was, she was, she did her thing because she knew everybody else. I mean, Davina was like, Davina and. Davina was in a different show. And Baga were clearly like top two this week. Yeah. Clearly. There was no question about that. Well, it didn't matter because tonight they'll be judged by teams and not individuals. And that made me so mad. The Vivian is the winning team. Because Vinegar probably would have been in the bottom. Absolutely. Or, or something. Any of them. Yeah. Well, Baga is pinned the winner of the night. Um, let's just say some people should be happy with this result because their team, it was a team challenge and they were safe because of it. Um, during the cha- the judging... I think, I think Baga could have won anyway, though. No, I think Davina would have won. I think, think they so? loved Davina much more. She was just on a bad team. Mm. I, just the way they were talking about her compared to Baga... Davina had that slight edge. If they had been judged individually, yeah. you think Davina would have won and yes. Baga would have been t- a second? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so during the judging But Cheryl, it wasn't so different that I'm mad about it. I'm still mad because I think Davina's not getting a fair shake two weeks in a row now. Because oh, she should have been, okay. been the top. Okay, that's fair. I mean, Davina's week. phenomenal. She's I would, so good. Yeah, I wouldn't discredit her at all. Cheryl calls out something for being the worst on the other team. Um, Rue compliments Davina for her lovely work and Davina didn't want to be this person as she gets upset because she knew she could have gone further and pushed herself. She says she hasn't arrived yet, but Rue reminds her that she earned her spot and her acting job was fantastic. And you can tell that she's one of those artists who takes everything she does so personally and seriously that even a good performance, it's never enough. This is like a moment where I was thinking this is why she didn't win or, or this is why Baga was the winner. This gave me like, um... LaShawn Beyond vibes, like, I can't believe I'm here. And Rue's like, well, you are here, so bring it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think Rue likes to see weakness in a queen. And I feel like if you have a moment to cry and you need to, like, tug at the heartstrings of the editor or the producers, like, I don't think this was Davina's time to do it. I think yeah. it was her showing weakness too soon. That's fair. Blue says she doesn't feel like she fits in here yet. Um, that's because she is from Northern Ireland. I don't know. <laughs> um, so let's because talk. her something and Vinegar are probably going home soon. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But we're going to talk about Untucked Jr. Um, this is what I call the mom because mm-hmm. we don't get a real Untucked. Do you um, like that it's in the episode? I do. I don't I, mind it. I, I'm glad it's not a, the 20-minute Untucked where you're actually like 
trying to fill time with some bullshit. You're yeah. getting the important moments. Uh-huh. So I appreciate that it's all contained and we're not doing, okay, let's watch the show, take a pause for a second, watch the what was happening. I like that it's dual. I like it. The safe team thinks Cheryl is going to be in the bottom. Um, and did you know that vinegar was painted gold? Yeah. Could not tell on the runway. I couldn't either. Yeah, I, d- you, I still couldn't. Like, you, even you in looking in the her, photo. Her face... Um, well, the photo, I don't think she did it. But um, in the untucked area, you could see that her face was a little gold-tinted. Gold-tinted. A hue. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine if she had gone full-blown It would have saved her fucking look. What's her name in the Bond movie? Um, Honey? I think it's Honey something. Honey... Honey Davenport. Um, <laughs> Honey... It's something. It's something. Her name's Honey. But that's yeah. the girl that, like, gets dipped in right. gold mm-hmm. and, like, yeah... Uh, Vinegar says she's missing Cheryl's vibe at the moment and as she's bringing Alyssa Edwards and Gemma Collins into the room and not Cheryl. They keep talking as the losing team walks in and it's a little awkward. Cheryl immediately confesses that she said something Wong did poorly but Crystal is mad that everyone is upset and she's talking about a throwaway comment. So everyone is not here for Cheryl Hole. Yeah, I'm not feeling her. Something then admits that she talks about her on uh, the runway and that they haven't met Cheryl yet. Oh, Jill Masterson. I'm sorry. Who's the other girl I'm thinking of? That's the Bond girl. Anyway. Um, as Davina and the editor smartly say, the lid of Pandora's box has been opened. Mm-hmm. That sound cue was so good. <laughs> it really so was. Good. Cheryl asks Vinegar what she thinks because they've worked together, and Vinegar admits that she's been put at an arm's length because it's not the person she knows from home, and Cheryl says she's overwhelmed being there. Cheryl starts to break down in confessional, and honestly, to me, this is the epitome of a winner's edit. Because this is the Alaska temper tantrum. This is the, fuck, I'm not doing what I need to do. I'm going to rise to the occasion. Alaska got that edit, though, in, like, went in top five, wasn't it? Yeah, this is also a shorter season for the, them, too. This is the second episode. I would like to, like, edit, go, like, go back and, like, uh, annotate who broke down early and how far they had gone. Yeah. Because I'm getting the exact opposite read. Interesting. Like of, yeah, that Cheryl's going to be probably high. I think next Boots will be something vinegar, not in that order necessarily, blue, maybe crystal. Um, and I think the top's going to be Baga, uh, Vivian, uh, Davina. And I this this Vivian, Cheryl, Fifi, Sharon thing, I'm I'm thinking that the Vivian's going to be the winner of Honestly, that. Honestly, what I'm seeing, is, what I think is going to be, we're getting the setup for the um, the Cheryl-Vivian lip sync, and because everyone knows Cheryl's the lip sync assassin, she's going to knock Vivian out. We'll see. We'll Time see. will tell. We'll see. Are you on Reddit? Are you Redditing this? I, uh, are, no, are you, I'm absolutely Redditing? not looking this time. I don't want to know. like Because I, we, we honestly in New York cannot know we can't go a day without finding shit out about um, Drag Race uh, 12 that I'm like, I want, can I just be spoiler free for something? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same way for Drag uh, Yeah, it's exciting like, for I, me. I don't want to fucking know. Um, but yeah, Cheryl breaks down and then Blue starts to break down and says she misses everyone in, at home and is, feels alone and she feels very boring. And I feel like that's a very false statement. You're not boring. I like you. You're mediocre. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, well, Scaredy is shitting herself again because she thinks she'll be lip-syncing, and guess what? You are right. See, I thought that... Who the the bottom three were? Cheryl, um... So Davina, Cheryl, Crystal are all safe, but it was Cheryl, Cheryl, Scaredy, and Blue in the bottom. See, I thought Cheryl and 
Blue were going to be lip syncing. No, I, I knew Cheryl was, was fine in the challenge. Her look was fine. They appreciated it. They just did not like blue in that challenge. From the edit, because Scaredy Cat was getting so much FaceTime, mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to keep Scaredy Cat. Interesting. Yeah, I thought they were like setting him up to have, or them up to have a, a long, a longer run. Not um, after this episode. If, once I saw something was safe, I was like, oh, it's Scaredy Cat. She's gone. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be Cheryl and Blue in the bottom. Did you know that Shantae means day? <laughs> I guess it's just a reminder to the British audience who've never seen the show before. Isn't it a French term? Who fucking cares? It's it sounds weird. Shantae means you stay. It. I hope it's common. I will be the only queen to sashay away. So, the uh, Blue is ready to skin this cat as Scaredy has never properly performed on a stage before. And it shows. Uh-huh. So the song is Bananarama's Venus. Fantastic song choice. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I thought this was ten times better than last week's disaster of a song choice. It was just too slow. It was too... It's there wasn't enough, like, song. emotional no. moment. Like and This song was really, really strong. Um, let's all make it a mountain top with our arms because that is the most memorable thing Scaredy <laughs> did. Oh my. Um, she is so painful, but I just could not look away. Yeah, it was entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, Blue may not have been the most dynamic lip syncer in this moment, but it was a strong enough performance of the song and that's all she needed to do, do because you think... Scaredy was bad. Is there a British term for train rack or would they just call it train rack? Is it like the, the tube rack? Maybe. I don't know. I, we'll have to ask the, somebody. The tube derailed? I don't know. Well, Blue wins But it was, it was a tube derail. Yeah. Uh, Scaredy's eliminated. Um, I love that Blue took off her helmet as almost like a moment of respect after she was crowned mm. the winner. That was really a the, fun moment. Can you be crowned the winner when you're in the bottom two? Like you're, well, yeah, you can. You're, you're crowned safe s- s- by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. What I will say is Scaredy will go down in history for her exit line. It wasn't a bad first gig. Mm-hmm. I Brilliant. Screamed. Brilliant. So fucking funny. If you looked at my Instagram, I don't know if it's still on there because of the timing, but um, I was FaceTime with my friend Brady as, during this moment because like, we did it last week. I did it with him this week. Um, the face that he's making is a reaction to this line. Uh, so fucking good. Like, smart. You're a smart yeah. kid. It, the, and Michelle's often said that the true winner of Drag Race is the girl that knows what to do after she's eliminated. Yeah. And it's all even about Gothy marketing yourself. Yeah. Gothy last week with the Miss Gothy, Miss Gothy, or Miss Kendall, or whatever. Like, Kendall. smart. Good. Good. See, that's a that's a, an indicator, though, that they're watching American Drag yeah, Race. Yeah, absolutely. So they and know, like, to. yeah. Yeah, you have to. So I've got some burning questions for you. You ready? Oh, cute. We only got two episodes with the infamous Scaredy Cat. What will her legacy officially be? Uh, Glenn, Glenda from being Chucky and Bra- Tiffany's child, in my mind. <laughs> I can't unsee it. Do you think she's now gone through the show, she's gotten the feedback, she's gotten audience reaction, will she, as they critiqued her about only doing cat faces, do you think her drag will adjust or is she stuck to this character? Um, I mean, like, the name itself is a little limiting, but it's also brandable. What's her, what's their girlfriend's name? Prissy Cat. Prissy Cat. Like, they could have the whole, like, kitty cat family. Cats is about to come out. So I don't necessarily know if she needs to rebrand herself. But she's young, so she's going to grow, she's going to change, she's going to go through her own evolution. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to see what the next Pokemon stage of Meowth is. Yeah. Are we going to get an entire season of Cheryl vs. Vivian? Probably. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it. It's, it's going to happen. talked about it all episode, yeah. We probably will. And after two episodes, next episode, who's in danger? Uh, something, vi- Vinegar, 
Um, I hope not crystal. I really like crystal. Blue could maybe be in danger, but I think it'll probably be something in vinegar. Yeah. In the bottom, too. We'll see, though. You yeah, can, it's going to be very interesting, because next week is a design challenge. You can you can flip Drag Race 2 on a dime. Like, you yeah, can... absolutely. You can redeem yourself. As, as we've seen... Stacey Lane in um, Snatch Game. As we've seen on uh, last season... Have one bad episode, and apparently you go home, honey, to Davenport. <laughs> oh, that, justice for honey. Fucking That's Raja an all-star. Come that. on. I, I can't talk the about The shenanigans of a six-person lip sync, though. Right. Well, it has been a pleasure. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at the only trash queen. You can find me on Venmo at the only trash queen. On Facebook, I am just Avant Garbage, but I had to make it. Facebook won't allow drag queens to have profiles, so I had to make it A-V-A-N space T-G space A-R-B-A-G-E. So Avon T-G-R-B-A-G-E. Very confusing. Very confusing. And That's if, Facebook. But again, the only trash queen everywhere else. If you'd like to see Avon um, on Thursdays at Albatross and watch Drag Race with her, she'll be there. I will hopefully have a very special guest next with me next week. I can't confirm it. The paperwork has not been filled out, but it will be worth your time. But please join me every Thursday for Drag Race UK viewings, followed immediately after by Game Night, where we play things like uh, Jenga, Strip Twister. We played Truth or Dare Jenga, Strip Twister. Last night, I had someone take a shot of tequila out of my high heel shoe. I'm not even kidding. They volunteered the information. We do some crazy shit there. I immediately regretted it because my socks and tights were soaked for the rest of the evening. But we play video games when I'm not... In drag, I'm avidly playing Smash Brothers. So we, we do a lot of fun things at game night. But Drag Race UK is right before that. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Michael. A huge thanks to Avon for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. Make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me what's your favorite episode so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.